Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever or whenever I put this episode up. You get it, what do you get it? This is the Salt City Podcast. I'm your host, Troop J, and I got a special guest in the in the building. I guess it's a building. This is our first guest. His name is Jay Shaw. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for having me. Yeah, Jay Shaw is a up-and-coming rapper from Syracuse, New York. Mm-hmm. You've been grinding for a little bit? Yeah. In your little struggle phase, I guess? Yeah, yeah. About a year and a half now. About <laughs> close to. I feel that, man. Yeah. So, um, Jared's just going to talk to us about your life as a young rapper in Syracuse, New York. We're going to talk about your loves, your hates, your struggles, and all that shit. All right. Um, well, I guess, uh, for starters, I make everything. I mi- I've mixed everything and recorded everything myself So f- as of yet. Uh, as of so far, except for uh, I just went to the studio for the first time, like an actual studio for the first time. All right. You usually been recording at your house? Yeah, I was recording at my house. I was recording in my dorm room at school. But sure. I was recording my house, or I'll bring it other places and record there too. Like, if other people want to try to hop on stuff with me just for fun. But yeah, it's, where I usually do is just my house. I feel that. So, um, what made you want to start rapping? Or whatever the hell you do when it comes to hip hop. Are you a rapper, or a singer, or a little bit of both? Or it's between? like a little bit of both. I'm like rapping. I'm singing when I'm rapping. It's kind of. Uh, it's like a boogieish. A boogieish. Um, sort of. Not as much Lil Uzi. I would say more a boogie more than anybody. But it's like my own style still. I, f- I feel like. But yeah, I started. Um, I wanted to start. I always wanted to like do it, but I, I just didn't. I was kind of scared of what people would think of me at first, so I didn't want to just like jump right into it. But then, eventually, I just said fuck it and just and just started doing it. So got a bag full of fuck it and just yeah. started rapping. Yeah, that's usually what you got to do, man. Yeah, honestly, you just got to say fuck it. You guys just gotta end up doing that leap. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter what you do, just start, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I feel like that's the biggest thing with like starting for a lot of people is just actually starting to do it, like. The, the hardest part is actually starting, not the rest of it is going to be hard. You know, there's going to be a lot of times where you're not really going to have like a bunch of fans yet and stuff like that. But so there's still people that listen to it. But um, the hardest part is really just starting. And then you just got to learn all the ropes. Yeah, I feel that. So what you wish to accomplish with this rap shit? Uh, it's going to sound kind of crazy, but I want to be the biggest artist in, in the world. That'd be, like, my number one goal. That's but some cliche shit. Be realistic. No, I'm be, I, I am being realistic. Dead-ass serious. Yes, I'm dead-ass serious. I, there's, if you're not going to try to be the greatest, I don't know why you're trying to do anything. I mean, you could be, like, the third greatest. If I was the third greatest, it'd still be cool, but it wouldn't be as cool as the first. Honestly, if I could be a top 100 podcaster, I'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'm just not going to settle for <laughs> oh, yeah. for anything less. I'm Basically, that's just the, that's what, so I don't stop, like, working the whole time. Because yeah, if you if you have a goal, it's oh, I want to be you know. I just want to blow up. I don't even want to be considered a great. Then you're gonna stop once you blow up, and then you're you're gonna fall off. I feel that. So, um, since we're talking about blowing up, you do know what city we live in, right? We, yes. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna be easy from here. I think I'm gonna move at some point. You think so? Yeah, probably within a couple of years, probably. And that's one funny thing. When it comes to music back in the day, we actually talked about this earlier mm-hmm. when you kind of needed 
this hometown love before you branched out? Yeah, you don't really need that anymore. Like, you could still do it from here and still blow up. It's would you want that though? Yeah, I mean, I would want that if I could, if if it's possible. But if at other in other cities, you can make a lot more connections and network a lot better. I feel like, and people actually like give a shit. Yeah. Too. Yeah, it's salt, so it's Salt City for a reason, man. Yeah, there's some good artists here though, still that are, um, you know, they got a lot of monthly listeners on Spotify, stuff like that. Really? Would you yeah. want to end up collabing with them? Yeah, I they're still c- just local, right? Um, kind of, but like. The, like, my favorite artist out of Syracuse is named Sig Roy. He's actually, like, nice. Where's he from? He's from Syracuse. Really? How old is he? I uh, might be a year or two older than me. He still lives in Syracuse? I don't know if he lives here in Rochester, but I'm pretty sure he's, like, from Syracuse, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's he's got, he's got a couple songs for, like, millions of plays. I feel that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Millions? Millions. From Syracuse? Yes. Rapper? Uh, he's more like R and B singing, but he it's still like some of his songs are considered in the hip hop lane, I think. But it's uh he can like sing, sing. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, it's not impossible because uh, we were talking about before Stove Got Cooks already dropped his debut album. Was it a few months ago? Mm-hmm. And then he was just on West Side Guns' latest project that was. How he was on like three of his tracks, three, three of the tracks, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's not impossible, but it's so funny because when it comes to Stove God Cooks, we I have not heard of him until I listened to a podcast that's not in Syracuse. I didn't hear of him until you told me, it just does not make yeah. sense, bro. Yeah. Like, and I used to go around and be like, Yo, you heard of this new dude, Stove God Cooks? They'd be like, No, I literally just found out about him a week ago. I'm like, how the f- Because you would think, you would know of a bunch of rappers from Syracuse. Well, I feel like people aren't really looking, though. In other cities, people are always looking for the next person that's going to be the next star, you know? But I feel like no one, like, just, no one's ever been huge that blew up while in Syracuse. There's been huge artists that moved from Syracuse. Yeah, like... Like Post Malone, Tusi. <laughs> yo, if Post Malone... Would have grown up in Syracuse. Wild. That motherfucker would not be Post Malone. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> he will be just some fried ass dude going to Mully's every other day. Mm-hmm. The best thing that happened to him is him not coming, not staying in Syracuse. But that's bro. crazy that a star that big, like, was born and grew up in, uh, some portion of his life. He moved when he was like, he moved nine, ten. No, he didn't. He went to middle school here. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. All right, my bad. Twelve. Nah, like eighth grade, like thirteen. You sure it was like thirteen? I'm pretty sure he he moved like in high school. I think, like before high school, right before high school. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm, really? Yeah, that's what I think. And then he just moved to Texas. Yeah. I feel that, yeah. Like, hey, he shouted. Uh, he was on. Uh, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast and shouted out. He said he was from Syracuse at first on it. Oh, really? When he asked him where he's from and everything, yeah. I, I love and hate this city at the same time. Like, I used to think that I hated this city till I found out Pete Davidson was talking mad shit about Syracuse. And I was like, yo, fuck Pete Davidson. Yeah, like, I was mad as hell, too. Collectively was just like, yo, <laughs> fuck this dude, bro. Who is that? Yo, only, yeah, the only yeah. people that can talk shit about Syracuse is people from Syracuse. That's true. Post Malone could be like, yo, this is the shittiest city I've ever been to in my life. Yo, fuck this whole city. We're yeah. going to be like, word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> word. <laughs> yeah, 
that's yeah. good, man. So, how's music been for you so far? Like, how's the whole? Have you been getting a lot of notoriety so far? Not a lot of notoriety, I guess. Not like on any scale that's significant, I guess. I mean, there's at school like there'd be people that listen to my stuff, and there's the people that do. Like my monthly listeners are in the hundreds, like over like. It'll range depending on like when I drop a song and everything, but it can be anywhere from three hundred to a thousand, yeah. depending on or even higher. So you think marketing is going to end up being a big aspect? Yeah, for marketing is a huge music. Thing. That that's the hardest part because I feel like a lot of my music is like quality music at this point. But I guess the hardest part is like actually getting people to hear it. You know, there's a lot of songs. There's a lot of New York songs I fuck with heavy. Yeah, it's, not, I feel like it's got to get enough people to hear it. I got to get the right promotion with it. And but we started. We started making uh, music videos and stuff recently. Um, my videographer is dope. Met him at school. Moves here. He's right here right now. Shout out to Russell. Russell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we dropped the music video in February. Yeah. So then, Fawcett? Yeah. And then, but this next one is going to be, till we know the, the song, my latest song, that one's going to be even crazier because we just keep getting, like, I feel like we both just got better like we both elevate our game in our own ways like my my me and the music part and he he got his you know editing skills up and everything like that so you got to grow with your people man yeah yeah that's the best thing and that's the best blueprint to have yeah you end up uplifting your boys and then one of y'all are gonna end up just something's gonna work hitting. yeah and the moment one of y'all hit just bring your boys does. with you. Yeah, and that's why I feel like the more people you have that like work together actually and, and and build a brand together, the more success you're bound to have because there's more, you know, there's more of a chance if there's just one person and it's yeah. one in how whatever many chance, but there's five, there's five in that many chance, you know. Yeah, cuz five um, in a million. Um you know DJ Jet, right? Nah. You know him. He was at my house when you was at the, when you was at my house. DJ when? from Buffalo. What my cousin. He? I know, I know you've told me about him, but I don't think I've ever met him. You've met this motherfucker. <laughs> I don't remember. You've met him, bro. I don't want to put out his government, but his name is my name, but not really my name. Armand. Okay, yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I think I have So, yeah, yeah. Um, we talk all oh, out. Shout out to DJ Jet, by the way. Um, we talk about how Syracuse has a whole bunch of artists. We have so many great artists when it comes to a bunch of avenues, when it comes to music, mm -hmm. when it comes to film, when it comes to painting and everything in regards for that. But we just don't know how to click yet. We don't know how to work together on certain things. And that's one of the biggest things that is a real big issue in regards to growing artistically as a city. So. Yeah. That's one thing that I think is really important. I think you should end up bringing that with you when it comes to your music or whatever you end up doing in the future. So, yeah. No, nah, but I talk about it, though. Like, this music shit is tough by yourself. It is, but it's, it's still fun regardless if I'm big or not. I still have a great time doing it. That's really ultimately why I do it. It's just because I love to do it. Mm -hmm. And... It's like therapeutic in some ways too, you know. You can get a lot of emotions out that you. Mm -hmm. I used to play football, and that's kind of that used to be my like my lane growing up. Right. But then, nah, I can't play anymore. So, 
because I was not blessed enough to, <laughs> to play the next level. Yeah. yeah, you could have some hoop dreams. I know some people that still got hoop dreams and just going out trying to play for CFL and shit. I'll get you an agent, run a good 40. I got you. Nah, my 40's not going to be good enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no way. That's funny, though. But um, So when it comes to your music, who are your biggest influences for your music? Uh, when it comes to my actual style, like I said, A Boogie before, it's kind of like when you're singing, when you're rapping kind of thing. Lil Skies, I would say, and Lil Uzi. Those are my three. My top. I would throw in Juice World too there, maybe a little bit. Oh, yeah, you love that motherfucking Juice World. I like Juice World. Okay. I, I would say Uzi's my favorite modern, like in the modern era. My favorite mm -hmm. all time is the game. Yeah. My style is not based off of his at all, really, though. I just. Modern. I just love his music, though. You don't be rapping about fucking people's wives and shit. No, nah, not like not <laughs> like that Kim Kim K snippet that came out. That was wild. <laughs> yeah. I really do wish that song came out, though. I do not wish that song. Actually, the game, he he knows he shouldn't have put that out. He would it would have been bad, dog. Not in twenty twenty. He could have he could have did this shit in two thousand ten or two thousand. People would have been like, oh shit, not in twenty twenty, bro. 2020, they fully get him out of here. Yeah, I mean, well, I heard it wasn't even him that played the snippet, though, when he was, uh, like, on that, whatever, it was the IG Live or whatever. Like, it wasn't even him that played it. But he was rapping that. Oh, he rapped the song, yeah. yeah. He, he said he made it, like, a couple years prior. That's like saying still, you killed still... somebody and somebody else recorded it and played it. <laughs> and it was just like, yo, yo, like, I didn't release the video. I didn't record it. I just killed the motherfucker. I don't know. Game still your man's pots and pans. You gonna ride for sure. You gonna ride for him, hundred percent. You gonna cry when you meet him. I don't know if I would cry, <laughs> but I would. I'd be starstruck. I cry when I meet Lupe Fiasco. Maybe I would. I don't know. I'm gonna start crying when I meet Lupe. Lupe gonna be like, "Yo, you're weird as fuck." I've never. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never met like an idol before. You know what really? I'm saying? Like I've never. Have you? I'm not someone's... Is he like an idol for you? Nah. Well, I've. I mean, More About Nothing is one of my favorite mix. I think it's my favorite mixtape of all time. Um, and and I met him right before his um, Ambition album came out. Where the hell did you meet him? I met him in Syracuse. The fuck was he doing here? I don't know. I think he was passing through. But it was weird because he was on Erie Boulevard. And he's not, he was getting food or something. Yeah, because um, I was a senior in high school. Uh -huh. I was driving with my dad. And... Um, and it's just actually mad funny. So I was driving with my dad, and then we see Wale's bus. And my dad's like, is that Wale's tour bus? Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. So then he ended up parking in Marshall Plaza. You know where Marshall Plaza is, right? Yeah. Right off of Erie? Yeah. So then I end up parking my car right by his, and I was just like, yo, I'm about to just go over there. He's hopped out to fanboy. So then I just knocked on the window. I was like, yo, Wale in there? And the security <laughs> guard <laughs> looked at me like I was fucking crazy. He looked at me like, I know you did not just knock on this door. I was yeah. like, what? He's like, get away from the door. And I hear people laughing from inside the bus. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, this junk embarrassing. And then um, I walked back to my car, and then his manager came out, and um, and then I ended up like saying to him, I was like, "Hey, yo!" <laughs> he looked at me. I was like, "Wally on a bus?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Can I take a picture with him?" He looked in the bus. I was like, "Man, I guess." Then I met Wally. 
This motherfucker's little, first of all. Yeah. Wale is small. And I was like, man, I, I looked at it was funny. The first thing I thought in my mind when I looked at Wale, I was just like, I cookie, bro. <laughs> like, that's the first thing I thought. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, Wale was cool as fuck. And I just started Why you never told me that. I never told you that? Nah. Yeah. I started just started talking about him about ambition and stuff. Yeah. And I told him about how I really liked um more about nothing. Yeah. And stuff. But yeah, he was real, real cool. That's dope. He was small. He was skinny too. And I looked at him, I was like, yo, you play D one football? He did? Yeah. Where? I don't know exactly, but he was a D one football player. He was a running back. Apparently he was fast as fuck. No. He looked like it no more when you touring a lot and you eating out and smoking a bunch of kush. Oh, that's what he looked like that night? Oh, no. He just looks oh, like a regular time. guy now. Oh, yeah. With dreadlocks. But, yeah. But it was so funny. When I first saw him, I was just like, this is not really Wale. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, like, he was cool as fuck. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times when you see, like, a celebrity on Instagram and stuff and you ever see him in person, they just don't ever no, no. look like what they what you think they do. But I'm gonna be so sad if I meet Georgia Smith in real life and she don't look like <laughs> how she looked. That will shatter my dreams. No, she probably is still bad. I mean, I'd still propose to her, but like so <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, right you on know, the spot. Yeah, right on the spot. I'd be like, yo, Georgia, um I think we're soulmates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um be crazy. Nah, uh so you said the game is your favorite music artist, right? Mm -hmm. That's cool, man. Favorite album by him or yeah. ever? Anything. By him, the, the documentary. Oh my God, y'all knew you was gonna say that. Yeah, it's his best one. Yeah, I guess. What's the best song on there? I think Dreams. That's my favorite song of all time. Why are you lying to me? You know the best song on there. What? Hate or love it? Yes. I mean, yeah, that's one. Of, that, that's like one of my other favorite songs too. But I, I don't know why Dreams is always my. Been my favorite song. Yeah. That Yo, the one, game was that, nice back in the day. Yeah, bro. bro. Like, bro. He was crazy. I mean, he still is nice. I'm not going to act like he's not, but oh, yeah. I just think a bird-ass motherfucker. That's, <laughs> that's basically it. But you can still be nice and be a bird a little bit. That whole, like, G-Unit era, though, is, that's probably my favorite era of music. Really? Honestly, yeah. Like, G-Unit, Dipset? Yeah, well, that's, like, how I got into hip-hop in the first place was I remember being in like first grade or like second grade and my dad was playing the massacre in the, in <laughs> Your the dad car. was playing the massacre yeah and I just bro <laughs> disco inferno was my shit yeah your dad is lit yeah <laughs> he's playing the massacre I just loved it yeah I remember the massacre and then I just got out. into the whole you know 50 cent and the game at that point I love Fifty Cent too, but but yeah. I think that I think that era is, I think that, that was like the golden era. Yeah, game top five spitters from the West Coast ever. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Like, it's, it's not a contest. He's a, you know my top five all the time. I mean Kendrick yeah. better, but you know. In most people's, no, like in, in most in people's rankings, he is. almost everybody Kendrick better. I think Probably. Kendrick, I think Kendrick creeping up to top five, yo. When it's all said and done, people are gonna say Kendrick top five. I could see that argument. Because he hasn't missed with an album, bro. No, he he's also on absolute just ghost mode. If he's, I feel like he's just, he probably makes so many songs and then yeah. just picks. Or maybe not even, he might just 
because all of his albums flow so so well together that yeah, it seems like every song has to be like the song that's before the next one. It has to be that song. Yeah, or else it would not work. So I don't know how he like what he probably actually, does. I don't know his process with that. when he's in album mode. I don't know. I'm spitballing. He probably ends up coming out with a bunch of tracks that end up fitting the mood for certain parts of his album. Yeah, probably. And then he's just like, all right, I got three songs to pick from to be in this slot. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. I'm gonna pick this song. And that's when he ended up doing his Lucy's, um, when he ended up doing his Lucy thing. I think it was in like 2015 or 2016. When Wait, he had. The Pimp Butterfly? No, no. This about? was after The Pimp Butterfly. Oh, you're talking about. Um, Those untitled songs. Yeah, yeah, the untitled. There was like seven of them. Yeah, and all yeah. them songs are fire. I was, I was yeah. confused. I was like, yo, what is going on? But, and, but then, like, the song that he ended up having with CeeLo Green, I was thinking, all right, this is definitely sounds like something that would be on The Pimp Butterfly. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, my process is usually I just make a bunch of songs, and then if I haven't dropped in a while, I'll pick the best one and drop it. Yeah. That's usually what I do. Or I'll have them lined up in an order, but I usually – it's kind of weird. I've just, like – I feel like I started – starting off with just doing – I was doing it on one of these mics mm-hmm. and GarageBand. My song quality you, was trash. Why, why are you trying to play me right now? I'm not trying to play. This is perfect for a podcast. I'm saying when you're actually trying to record like a good song, you cannot use a USB mic. You can't. You have to use an interface for it. And I didn't even know that. I was like, oh, this is this is fire. Look, listen back on it. It's absolute garbage. Yeah. And it's just crazy how much like better it got. So what, I always keep making better songs and better songs and better songs. I don't know when to drop. What was the first song that you ended up using all your new tech for? Um, first song that I really knew what the fuck I was doing overall, and I found my sound was Fawcett. That oh, wasn't yeah. my first one I used all the tech, but yeah. I, that was the first time I, like, I actually had a sound that I was going with. And I fuck with that song. I mean, you know I fuck with that yeah, song. Yeah, I feel like that was a turning point where I, I started getting it. You yeah. know, I started, I started really. Because um, I remember you would send me a song, and I'd be like, I got to hate on this motherfucking song again. Yeah. <laughs> they but weren't you, bad, though, right? No, they wasn't bad. Yeah. But I still wanted to hate on it because you got to. I wasn't just gonna be like, "Oh, this shit is fire." Yeah, no, because then I'd look dumb if I dropped something that was like that. But yeah. Fawcett, I don't got no issues with Fawcett. That's my shit. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that. Yeah, but I thought it was cool. I don't think it's my best song, but at all though. Are you supposed to think that? Yeah, I think honestly, I think the my best song is the one I just made in the studio. That was a great great experience. Oh yeah, you went to Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, I went to Pittsburgh. I went to ID Labs in Pittsburgh. And that's um, that's the uh, Wiz Khalifa's engineer is the guy who owns right. that studio. So I walk in and there's just a bunch of Wiz Khalifa plaques all over the place and Mac Miller plaques from when he recorded there and stuff like that. Damn. And we just got a ten hour session and just me and my one friend who also started making music. Um, we just started. We just recorded for 10 hours, and I think I made my best song ever in there, though. Where? So I was really happy with that. I feel that. But, um, shoot, you was in there for 10 hours? 10 bro? hours straight. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. It was so fun, though. Yeah. It was one of the best times of my life, not going to lie. I can't wait I, to do it again. I like Pittsburgh. Well, I mean, not really, but, like, kind of. Pittsburgh's cool, yeah. Pittsburgh is. Wait, did you go on, um, did you go to the south side and start... 
partying over there or nah? Nah, I literally woke up at 5, 5.30 a.m., left, drove all the way down to Pittsburgh, record for 10 hours, and I drove back right after. You was off for 24 hours? I was off for 24 hours, hours straight, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Off for like five hours sleep, got five hours sleep the next day. It was, it was hectic. It, it, was, it was worth it, though. I feel that, yeah, bro. Definitely worth it. So, um, other things I'm going to ask you is uh, you plan on doing a project pretty soon, or are you just going to drop singles until you feel like it? I'm going to drop singles until there's enough of a following that releasing a project would actually be worth it. Because if you have, you know, if you have like a 10 song project and someone just started listening, they're not going to listen to 10 of your songs. Yeah, true. There's no shot. Unless the first song is like hooks them completely, but the odds of that are, uh, are kind of small. Nun, you know? I guess. Yeah. Because if you, if you hear, if you go find a new artist, you know way you listen to a whole project off rip like that. You're going to. You're going to listen to singles first before you start actually wanting to even give a whole project a chance. I feel that. Yeah, so I know you dropped We Know. Well, how recently did you drop that? That was July 7th I dropped that. Did you drop your, um, the music video too or not? No, the music video hasn't come out yet. That's going to come out later this week or next week. Oh, all right. I yeah, you. it's almost done. We, did, we had to get a couple extra shots that we didn't think we needed at first, but we ended up getting them. Oh yeah, didn't you say the music video is kind? Of, it's a little aggressive. The new shots are a little aggressive. We, we're not <laughs> gonna keep all the crazy. Like, there's some crazy stuff. We're not gonna put it all in there. It's a little too much, I think. Yeah, I feel that. All right, so um, I'm gonna end up playing Fawcett in a little bit. But right. you have anything to say about Fawcett? Like, what made you? Because that's personally my favorite song by you. Still? Yes. Well, I didn't. I mean, I didn't Damn. give your other songs listens. I gave it like a one or two, yeah. but I didn't give it. I gave Fawcett. I'm not gonna lie. I gave Fawcett like 40 spins, bro. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. <laughs> but um, like, cause it's been out for so long too. Yeah, it's been out for a minute. So, but I'm gonna have to give your your other songs a few more spins. Mm -hmm. Still, Fawcett's my favorite song by you right yeah. now. But um, technically, what does that song really mean? Honestly, I just kind of I kind of had certain lyrics written for the hook not not written for that specific hook but i've written the same rhyme scheme before and for some reason i just started like singing that on this beat i just pulled up and it mm -hmm. just flowed really well so i just i just hopped up and recorded the hook and Did i just you? left the hook as it was and i showed the people to see if i i didn't know a lot of times i'll just make a bunch of hooks and then see which ones are the best to make in a full song so I don't waste my time making you know, yeah. making a song that's not going to have – because I, I think the hook is the most important part of the whole song. If it doesn't have a good hook, it's not going to move at all. Okay. So I just – and then I just ended up making the verses like a week later and then just and then just dropped it in January. All right. Yeah. So here I'm about to play Fawcett by Jay Shaw. Sip until I'm nauseous. I always stay dripping like a leaky faucet. When it fucked on a friend on some dog shit. Living like a hot boy, I'm not cautious. Pass me the drink, sip until I'm nauseous. I always stay dripping like a leaky faucet. When it fucked on a friend on some dog shit. Living like a hot boy, I'm not cautious. We 
We all real ties taking off our way Acting like you ride, better take your ass to Broadway 200 on a dash, just 12 on a highway Said she wanted now, so we did it in the driveway Pretty boy swag, on me wanted, I'ma get it Don't shake up bottom, my feet cost a ticket Wanna sit back one day and just kick it All blue strips, sorry I'm addicted Take me to paradise. Just take me there, yeah, with a paradigm. Take me to paradise. Look at me now, I'm stretching the paradigm. Pass me the drink, sip until I'm nauseous. I always, I always stay dripping like a, like a leaky, leaky faucet. faucet. Uh huh. And went and fucked on her friend on some dog shit. <laughs> like what? <laughs> 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 Yeah, I was just feeling a little hectic that day, you know? <laughs> what got you mad, bro? I wasn't even mad. I just rhymed. And Where, I was like, yeah. He was like, yo, this is my life, so I'm just going to end up rapping that? You be fucking all people friends on some dog shit? I mean, not like really like that. Not like that. Is it her friend or his? Or, or? I said on her friend. So you just a dog out here. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'd call myself. I'm not going to call myself a dog. Yo, you know people that end up saying, I don't know what to call myself, usually are the biggest dogs in the world? Sometimes you just got to channel your inner thought, bro. Like, you know, there's really wrong with it. That's just how some lives got to be, bro. You belong to the streets. It's cool. Uh, I mean, I feel like there's phases, you know? There's, like, the phases you go through where maybe maybe you're a thought. It's all right. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm okay with someone calling me that. I don't care. Do you think you're still in your whole phase right now, or are you done with it? Nah, I don't know, man. Start doing some shows, you're going to be in your fucking whole phase again. I definitely am not looking for a girlfriend, if that's... But I'm not... I'm not saying it's impossible, you know? Yeah, I feel that. I'll keep it real with you, man. Mm -hmm. This whole shit gets old. Yeah, it probably does. Bro, sometimes I just want somebody to rub my back. <laughs> bro, like, I'm not even going to lie, bro. I'll be lonely as fuck out here. <laughs> yeah. Like, you ever, you ever, uh, um, wait, any of y'all ever seen, uh, y'all listen to Kid Cudi's second album? Obviously. Did that, you bro? ever look, um, Man on the Moon 2? Yeah. Like, all right, so in Man on the Moon 2, there's a like in when you buy the physical album i don't remember when the last time somebody bought like the physical album but mm -hmm. when you end up flipping through like the songbook there's a picture of him just looking sad with a bunch of naked women around him that's really how i feel sometimes yo like some people just be like yo like troop j you got some juice out here nah bro like i am sad like i am sad they don't get they, they don't care about me out here bro damn well I don't know. Maybe you just try to settle down then, man. I don't know. I'll be trying, bro. Not trying hard enough, I guess. Yeah, I guess, man. This junk's just... Syracuse is a real bad place to find love, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really be looking for it, so... You don't looking for it at all? Nah. I'm telling you, one day it's just going to get old. You're going to be like, yo, this oh, wow, shit 100%. sucks. And girls yeah. going to be looking at you like, damn, you belong to the streets. I already know about you. That's why you gotta move. They don't <laughs> so know. Gotta move. That's why you gotta move and delete your honus. Yeah, they won't. They won't. Your honus get deleted if you move to LA, bro. Like all your juice is gone. All your juice is gone. You starting from scratch. Mm -hmm. I feel that, bro. Yeah. So, um, has heartbreak ever inspired your music at all? Um, none of the songs I've written has really been like heartbreak. 
but there's times where I'll get certain emotions that I get from ways that I've been treated in some ways or some stuff that's happened that I just put into a song. So now you're just going to lie to me again? No, it's not hard. It's not heartbreak. I don't have, I'm never having a heartbroken. When I listen to cartoons, I felt sad for you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't my heart broken, though. Oh, word. It was just something someone did to me. I didn't, my heart didn't break. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, but um, that's funny. So, uh, yeah, how many songs did you end up making when you was in um, when you was in Phil- when you was in Pittsburgh? Oh, I made. I was only recording out of that ten hours for probably three out three out of the ten hours because my boy was recording some parts. But I know I recorded a little longer than that. I recorded two solo songs, song me and him did, and I recorded a whole other hook too. But oh, I gotta I gotta redo it. I didn't do it good enough. I don't think. Engineer, fuck with your shit. Did he like it? Yeah. 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 Oh, word. He yeah. was just like, it's good. And he was just like, yo, this is nice. Yeah, it was more like that. Um, there was like, one, two, three, four. There was like four people in there that, like, so it was five people including me in the studio. And everyone was messing with the, the one I sent you. That was the one everyone was messing with. Yeah, I like that too. I'm not even going to lie. That's my favorite I was just one. like, oh, all right. It's, it, it's, yeah, I like that one a lot. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to, I'm going to go back soon. I just got to, I'm just going to get more. Songs ready to go record. I'm gonna go back to another studio soon. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to one here though. Oh, word. Yeah. Yeah. There's a I, there's a couple here, right? Or yeah. There's there a like few there. One there's major one that a lot of people usually be going to. Yeah, I think they tax though a, a lot. Really? But maybe it's worth it. I don't know. But I want to go for like at least seven hours straight. Just me. I want to try to get like ten songs done, at least. So you're gonna try to get an album done? Or just well, you a, can't really get an album done in enough. Seven hours. So I have all those songs. Like I said, like at the end of the day, I'm not gonna release all ten of those. Probably, I probably will only release one max. Mm-hmm. But I still have those, and I still making the song is just so fun. Being in the studio is a whole different environment for me. It's like it feels just like so natural and good for me. Heard. Yeah. I feel that, bro. Yeah. It's good, man. So, um, yeah, latest song you just dropped is "We Know." You dropped that. July seventh. Mm-hmm. Um, how well has it been received so far? Everyone's messed with it. It hasn't got like a ton of plays yet, but I haven't really promoted it. I was waiting till the music video dropped to promote it. I'm gonna run oh, ads yeah. in the music video. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what else to do, honestly. Be, like, I don't know what is the right promotional tactic when it comes to money. Like, what what do I pay to do? Because a lot of times there's a lot of people out here scamming. Bro, it's like, not, oh, do dumb. this. It's not, you can't pay for success. It's not about paying, bro. Like, you just have to end up knowing the right people, and the right pieces just need to fall in your lap. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, how do I get it out in front of people, you know, in front of more people? You talk to motherfuckers. Well, you can only do that so much here. I mean, it's COVID, too. Yeah, it's hard. So, I'm saying I'm going to run ads on the, like, I'm going to drop the video. I'll put, like, a a minute of it on my IG. I'll Mm -hmm. run ads on it, and I'll see how that does, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay for playlisting and shit. That, that doesn't work. All it does is put plays on your songs, and that doesn't really mean anything. Fuck that! I don't care, man. I wanna, I wanna go meet up with a streaming farm today. But you don't I get, you don't farm. get actual fans though. You know, it's, it doesn't mean damn, anything. Damn, yo, people gonna look like yo, somebody like this shit. It's different from podcasts, bro. Podcast is hard, bro. Yeah, that that's even harder. I don't, I don't so know. So you care more about like. 
I want just, actual people to fuck with the music. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about the numbers. I mean, I want people to actually fuck with my podcast too, but bro, I'm trying to get paid. Yeah, but that's <laughs> I feel like to the point where music or potting like actually pays to that extent is a long road. Like it's not just over, like it can't just happen in a year. Yeah. Usually, unless you just bro, get lucky. It's going to take a long time. Yeah, it'll take it'll take it takes a few years for people to start catching on and stuff like that honestly my goal in podcasting is me not having to pay any money to do everything i'm doing you know what i mean when it comes to the like production pod? and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. shit as yeah. like if if i'm able to break even for everything i will be doing this shit forever yeah but i don't know it varies brother i just like doing it like i like potting because like i feel like i'm a little crazy and this shit's a little therapeutic for me. Just yeah. me yelling about random stuff. <laughs> yeah. And just yelling out, just downloading all of my thoughts and ideologies and random people that I don't know. I love that shit, man. Yeah, I mean, you're really good at it. I'm all right, bro. You're good at talking. I, I, I could talk your ass off because that's the only attribute I really got. <laughs> nah, don't sell yourself short like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm selling my show short. That's this a good is, attribute to have, though. This is a sad boy podcast, That's, that's important. That's, that's the most important thing to have, honestly. Yeah. All right, so what was going through your mind when you ended up making the song We Know? What, you, what was your goal for it initially? My goal? So that was like right in the beginning of quarantine. I was just sitting, and I was just looking through beats and seeing what I can come up with for a hook. Because usually, sometimes I'll just write hooks, sometimes I'll freestyle them. Mm-hmm. But I wrote a hook to that beat. And I hated it when I recorded it, so I just scrapped it, and I was kind of pissed off because I couldn't, because it didn't pan out the way I wanted it to. But I liked the beat a lot, so I just started freestyling on it, and just came up with the hook. I mean, obviously, it, I just I was punching in lines because, um, the way the hook goes, it's pretty impossible to yeah. straight up freestyle the whole thing. But I had the whole thing in my it just came to me in my head, and I just free, I just punched in lines for the whole song. That's what I decided to do. Once I did that, the hook that way, I was like, I'm going to do the whole song, see how it turns out. I feel that. Yeah. All right, yeah. Well, here is We Know by Jay Shaw. Just going to play a little bit for y'all. <clears throat> This song made me want to day drink, bro. Yeah, me too. Honestly, that was kind of the goal of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
<laughs> this song just yeah. made me want to get fucked up at two at two p.m. Playing beer yeah. pong, cussing people it's out. It's like a summer vibe to it. Yeah, I feel that, man. Yo, yeah, day bro. drinking really is the greatest thing of all time, man. Nothing's. I don't know why it's so great getting fucked up at eleven a.m., man. It's re- it's really fun to do that. I don't know why. With I don't know if you're with a bunch of friends just doing that shit. Yeah. It's been hard to do that during this whole whole time though. I haven't really been able to do it much. I don't know what the hell you talking about. I've been brunching my ass off during COVID. That's you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not about to that's a lot of money. You probably going to a lot of restaurants doing that. Endless mimosas and Nah, like they don't that. have bottles of mimosas at a lot of places. I gotta do it myself. When you make them at your house? Yes, or I'll go to somebody's house for How brunch. How come I've, you have never given me an invite to any of those? Because I do it with my roommates, and that's it. Or I will end up going to my homie's house and do it. Like, uh, my boy ended up having it at his house uh, Sunday. I should have invited you, my bad. Yeah, I'm what sorry. the fuck was that? I, I worked Sunday anyways. Bro, I was so hungover at work Sunday. That was bad. Really? Oh, my God. That was the most miserable six-hour shift that I ever had in my life. Wait, what you do on Saturday? Got hit. Where? I was I was with some people. Got word? Yeah. Was out here. All right, yeah, I was, I was about to say some that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say something crazy, but, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So, I guess we was all on the same page, because on Saturdays, I went to Margaritas and blacked out. Man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Them towers be crazy. Like, did you ever see them? Yeah, no, the big, uh, Bruh, it's like the group thing. Yeah. It's crazy. They're we massive. Ordered they're, two. Like, they're like two and a half feet tall. Yes. <laughs> I was done. And I started getting pissed off at everybody at the table. I was like, none of y'all drinking this shit. So, I started pouring more. What time were you there? Were you during the day? I went to a winery that, like, that, um, that, like, early afternoon at, like, one. And I basically bodied a bottle myself. Mm-hmm. And then I went back home, chilled for like 30 seconds, played Ghost of Tsushima. That's my shit. That's you a, love that shit. Bro, that's the greatest game of all time. <laughs> yeah, and, and then um, we ended up going to Margaritas with the party that I ended up going to the winery with. Yeah. And then a couple more other people tagged along. And yeah. Just body two towers, yeah. <laughs> and it was so funny because I was I started talking mad shit to everybody. I was like, "Yo, y'all motherfuckers suck. Y'all are just babying everything." Because we all finished our food, and there was still like a lot of the towers left. I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is wrong with y'all?" So then I started pouring more, and then just midway, I was drinking. I was just like, "I can't taste tequila anymore." <laughs> Oh, you were just tasting all the sugar? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, I'm done. It's done. If I can't taste alcohol anymore, I'm finished. So I'm, that, I'm telling you, bro. Saturday, <laughs> I'm a, I sound like a lame saying this, but we were drinking, like, not just the, the – you know how there's Admiral Nelson's, like the knockoff Captain Morgan? <laughs> we're drinking Lady Bly. It's like the na- knockoff Admiral Nelson. Yo, that's disgusting. And we drank, like, the big one. And this is bad. It was not. Who the fuck was you drinking with to drink some nut shit like that? Don't worry about it. I don't know. Like, you know, that's crazy. (laughs) Like, I never want to. I never want to look at Fireball ever in my life now. Like now, like you're out of school. I look at Fireball and I want to throw up. You get the worst hangovers from that shit. Yeah. All that sugar in there, bro. And I had some bad nights on Fireball. I got PTSD looking at a bottle of Fireball. 
those big ones, bad nights. And I'd just be going to bars, and I'd be like, how much for a fireball shot? $2. I was like, They're trying to get you fucked deal, up. They're trying what? to mess you up, bro. $2 for a <laughs> shot of fireball? That's what we should have Give made. me six shots. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what we should have just took. Nah, yeah. <laughs> Give me six shots of fireball. And then I'm done, bro. Uh, so, <sighs> what you want to talk about, man? What you been up to lately? Um, I've been literally doing music and work. I'm, I think I'm kind of crazy, honestly. I just tattooed myself like the sevens. Yeah, what I'm does like, seven 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 mean? Can it's you just my show num- the camera that? It's just my. It's just my number. So seven was my number in like football in college. Yeah. And one of my friends just started. I don't know why. Started relating that to me a lot, like call, just calling me seven, like off the field too. And then my one friend came up with the name for our little label entertainment thing we got going on called Seventh Sons. He came up with that before any of that. Oh, really? Yeah. And and seven, seven, seven's like hitting the jackpot. You know, you get just putting putting it all on on the line, just betting on yourself. Yeah. I and kind of think of it like that. And, and that's God's number. Yeah, it's like number of completion. Yeah. Seven sometimes like number of perfection, I guess. And that's Andre three thousand son's name. Seven seven seven. No, his name is seven. Oh, that's a dope name. <laughs> yeah, I guess. yeah. I tattooed it on myself so I don't give up. I guess it's kind of crazy, but yeah. so that way I have to do it. I have to not stop. You don't want to give up, and you just get a regular ass job, and yeah, I don't want to do then that. Then you at some some business cookout or some shit or some pop up. You want a tank top? They'd be like, "Hey, what's that seven mean on your?" And it's like, oh, that was a phase I had. <laughs> it was a phase I had. You know, I'm over it now. Yeah. I, I love accounting. No, <laughs> yeah, fuck that. No, I'm I'm making this shit work. I don't give a fuck. Really? Yeah, I don't care. I'm making it work. I feel that, man. Got to be determined, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll move if I have to. I don't care. Yo, quitters turn to losers. Losers are forgotten. You know who said that? Who? That's it. It's a good quote. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna quit though. I'm not worried about that. So. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna end up asking you. All right. So since you are a Caucasian male yeah. in this game of hip hop, mm-hmm. you are new. I was gonna ask you this question. I, yeah, I know. So what's your thoughts about being technically a guest in this pool? I think that's understandable. Like I get it. Like why I am a guest, and I respect that. And I f- I feel like also. You know, if you're a white dude in this, you kind of kind of know, like, the whole, you know, the history behind all uh, the culture of hip-hop and everything with that. Like, kind of know, like, what you're, you're doing. It. You, you know, there's rules you got to abide by. You're not just going to run shit, you know? I mean, unless you Macklemore. Macklemore never ran shit. Macklemore won four Grammys, bro. The Grammys doesn't run hip hop though. Macklemore was just like, yo, I might have been gay, bro. When I was in eighth, <laughs> when I was like eight, I don't know, I might have been gay, man. I don't, I don't fucking know, bro. I like cleaning my room and shit. Four Grammys. <laughs> like, yeah, that's wild how he won those, bro. On he has done nothing since. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard his name. Since 2012. Yo, because people got him out of here, man. People was not happy. Once he won that uh, best album, once the heist beat Good Kid, Mass City, people was like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, no, that that was rigged, bro. That's not. 
Man. The Grammys does not run hip hop though. Yeah. So. Man, I like go I like thrift store shopping and I'm bi curious. I don't even think that's bi curious, man. I was I was just a little sweet in eighth grade. <laughs> so you know, fuck it. Give me some Grammys, dog. But I'm not gonna lie, bro. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I saw Macklemore live. Why? His shows are amazing. No, where I were you for where? this? It was at Syracuse University. Because I went to go see Big Crit. I don't know if you could pay me to go to a Macklemore concert. I went to go see Big Crit at first. And then okay. after, Macklemore started performing. Yeah. Yo, when he played The City Can't Hold Us, I was like, yo, this motherfucker. Like, that song's kind of cold. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is hard. Like, but, um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, no, it's that other dude on the hooks. Not even him. That makes it don't matter. It's his song. It don't, I don't care. It, it doesn't. It's not matter, even him man. on the. Like, you know, like you know the city can't hold. Same thing with thrift shop too. It was, like, it was. It was. Ahead. Who was it? It was like Macklemore and like Ryan Lewis. I think his name was. Yeah. That's the dude in the hooks, or is he just like the producer? I'm, I don't even know. No, Ryan Lewis is like the other white man. Wait, is he on the hooks though? No, I think he's just a white Who's dude. Who's on the hooks? There, I don't. There's I don't Macklemore remember, yo. But that man is great. On the hooks? Yeah. Yes. yes. No, nah, but the funniest thing about um <laughs> about McElroy is at the concert, he ended up saying, because he was in a dome, obviously. Uh-huh. So he ended up going to the crowd. He's like, guess what, guys? I got dome on top of the dome. And everybody started cheering. And I know, like, and the thing it's is. It's impossible. All right. I mean, technically, it is possible if you're on top of the carry dome, you can get fellatio from somebody. Oh, yeah, you can't get up there, though. Yes. No, he got up there. On the roof? Yes. I was up on the roof. Where? How? I worked there. Uh, yeah, but how do you get up? Like, how do you get up there? You can just go upstairs. There's a door at the top of the dome. You can just go up there. Oh, shit. So, but the funniest thing about when he said that was, I know there's only one person that was with him that took him to the top of the dome. And I know him. And there was a guy, and he has a family. So who was he talking about giving him top? Because I'm real confused. He, he, was just, he was just saying some shit. He was lying. Yeah, I bet you he was at the top of the dome looking up, looking at, like looking across the skyline like, I'm going to tell these students I got some fucking head up here. <laughs> <laughs> That's such like a corny-ass line, bro. <laughs> It's the corniest shit ever. Yeah. I'm going to tell some dudes. Some shorty was bopping me at the top of this damn dome. I don't care. Uh, shit is nuts, man. I don't know. Um, honestly, I'm not mad at Macklemore. I'm not mad at him. I'm just, I mean, didn't he, uh, maybe I'm just completely wrong, but didn't he reach out to Kendrick and say that, and then I shouldn't he, have even won this. But the thing is, and then he posted it on Instagram. I was like, you corny ass yeah, motherfucker. Nah, he's just. What's wrong with you? Yeah, no. Nah. If you would have just said that, Kendrick didn't even text him back. <laughs> so, <laughs> he left him on red. Yeah. Like, like, fuck this like dude. imagine you losing a Grammy to whack ass Macklemore, and then he texts you, like, man, you got robbed. I'll be like, give me a, mail me your goddamn yeah. Grammy then. Like, why are you saying that to me? Yeah. Where was Kanye West for that one? That's That's true. Yeah. He should have ran up on, should have ran his ass up on stage then. How about him now? What do you th- what do you think right now? Um, that motherfucker. That Twitter rant was wild. <laughs> Yo, 
I don't know if this is true, but when he ended up saying that dinner with Jay Z is overrated, I was crying. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Russell, you see that? Like everybody on Twitter, there was a huge debate, right? About what would you rather do? Get, get a fifty k or get fifty thousand dollars in cash or a dinner with Jay Z? Everybody's like, yo, I'll do a dinner with Jay-Z because he's going to put me on game to make even more than $50,000. What the fuck is Jay-Z going to say to you? The only way I can see you taking a dinner with Jay-Z, like if you're in my position and you try to pitch him your music. Yeah. That if he were to take you, that'd be worth way more. Yeah. Okay. But what if he's like, nah, you're whack. Yeah. Then, then, then you're... And then you're done. Then you just got an awkward ass dinner and you're just like, damn, (laughs) I really hope we don't get separate checks because I can't afford any of this. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, like and the same thing when um somebody ended up saying, You, uh, what would you rather do? Would you rather get eighty thousand dollars cash or a tick to the rock nation brunch? Now that I'm I'm taking the cash in that. I'm taking the cash. Why the hell do I want to be there? They don't want to talk to you. They don't want to talk to me. They want to get drunk off of Ace of Spade Mimosas. Yeah. They don't want my half-ass pitch about a fucking, uh, about a hanger that, like, yeah, that yeah. dries clothes at the same time. I'll check out your music. Yeah, I'll check, I'll it, check, out. I'll check it out. No, They're I don't want to get drunk. Like, yeah. Why do I want to listen to your shit? Benny the Butcher is drinking with me right now. I don't need you. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. People are just wild. But this man, Kanye West, he going through it, bro. Yeah. That was... Yeah, that was wild. I feel like every time he's in his like album making mode, it's, he has some sort of rant like, yeah. or some sort of breakdown. You know that happens. He started wilding when he when he's trying to sell something. That's basically what you said. I'm not saying it's because of that. I'm saying maybe it's because he's so focused on it and he's such he's such a perfectionist that when he it kind of, he almost like drives himself crazy a little bit when he like working so hard on it, he's so focused on it. I just think he don't got anybody to talk to. Well, that too, I feel like he isolates himself to make the music. And I feel like he wants himself to go crazy to make better music. Imagine talking to the Kardashians about politics. Just randomly. You'd just be like, yo, I want to talk to my homies about politics. And then you'd be like, yo, uh, so what you think about Joe Biden? Who you think running mate should be? Wait, Joe Biden's running? I thought Bernie Sanders is running. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, yo, this shit is crazy, yo. Like, it's like, it's, Kanye don't got no friends. Jay Z yeah. and Beyonce not friends with him no more. You no got more. you just had a bunch of yes men. Yeah, Virgil out here giving people fifty dollars and calling it a day. There's some people that flew out there though to go see him. Oh yeah, Dave Chappelle flew out there. Dave Chappelle did. Uh, I saw Justin Bieber did. That's kind of random. I I think. The fuck are you gonna talk to Justin Bieber that's why about? I don't know. I don't know why he flew out there. <laughs> like, but that's one thing. That's and that's one thing. Like, whenever when his mom Donda ended up passing away, mm-hmm. um. Like a piece of him left with her, yeah. Cause his mom was a really, really intelligent woman, and that's why. Cause Kanye's not a dummy at all. Kanye had been saying a lot of dumb shit for a hot minute, like the whole thing with uh, Harriet Tubman didn't free any slaves. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Yeah, that's bad. Um, but like Kanye West isn't really a dummy. Like his mom taught him a lot of vital things. Like, uh, his mom was like a college professor, I think. Uh. And um, when you end up losing somebody like that in your life and you end up having, like, these super um, intellectual conversations with them and the other, only other people that has your type of stardom isn't really in your life anymore. I'm talking about, like, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Who mm-hmm. the fuck are you going to talk to? Because everybody else that 
you talk to isn't really on your level. It's just the Kardashians. Yeah, That's it's either that... it's either the Kardashians, but the Kardashians don't really they don't they don't. They, no, don't they don't work the same like way him. you do. Yeah, they no, don't yeah, think yeah, the same yeah, way yeah. as you do. They're not creators. like they're not black Americans. Basically, it like oh, yeah. there's no black people on his level that he talks to that he ends up connecting with. Mm-hmm. Like imagine you watching something on Twitter or watching something about police brutality. You have to explain that to your to your family, and your family doesn't really understand it the way you understand it. Yeah. Because they're not black people in America. Yeah. You're gonna be like, this is some shit, bro. Like, who can I talk to about this? Yeah, that would suck. It would suck. And then he, I, and well, and he's isolated in Wyoming. Yeah. And there's, I don't know who he has out there with him. I don't know if he's by himself or not. But. Yeah. And kind of got mad problems. Um, he kind of sick. I don't know. Pray for him, I guess. Yeah. Pray for Kanye. Yeah. But everybody out here on this bullshit talking about, oh my God, pray for Kanye. Five years ago, you was laughing at this motherfucker. And I was pray for Kanye because he was disrespecting Harriet Tubman. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Honestly, fuck them. Like everybody want to be. Everybody want to pray for you once you in your real fucked up position. No, yeah, that's true. Everybody was making all these Whitney Houston jokes. When they was like, oh, my God, Winnie a crackhead. Yeah, her and Bobby Brown. You remember our, both of them high in that show? The moment she died. They're like, oh, my God. Y'all can't believe Whitney's gone. Fuck all y'all. None of y'all thought this was a problem at first, and now you got a problem. So a lot of people give fake love and it's stuff. It's a bunch of fake love, bro. Like once someone passes away. You see a lot with artists, too. Their streaming numbers and everything go way up. Yeah. I mean, I understand that, though. No, I get it, but there's artists that straight up blew up. Even more after they died. This isn't new, bro. I don't know, that's kind of wild. Do you know how many painters died poor? Oh, yeah. Vincent Van Gogh died broke. And now there's a Vincent Van Gogh museum. Yeah, that's kind of wild. It's a little different, though, I I feel like. How's that different? Um, Well, Vincent Van Gogh's day and age, there wasn't the internet. So you couldn't really... Get your stuff just known like that and out there to the public. Vincent Van Gogh would walk around. People wouldn't. He would show him literally his painting, saying, "I drew this. I painted this." And they'd be like, "This shit fucking sucks. Why the hell you got sunflowers in this damn painting? Nobody even likes sunflowers." Now that he's gone, they just be looking at it like, "Oh my god, this is just the most interesting thing I've ever seen." Like the the whole context of how sunflowers are supposed to contrast with what's going on with this age. Fuck how do, them. How does a painter get famous? I don't know, clout and, I don't know, that's somebody like, that's really good at marketing you. I feel like it's so subjective. Yeah. That's like, the beauty of art, man. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know, Banksy out here being famous and tearing his shit up. Who? Banksy, you know who that is? Nah. Banksy's like the most famous artist in the world now, but nobody knows who like he painter? is. Like Painter? Yeah. Uh, I don't really pay attention to that kind of art. Literally nobody knows who Banksy is. Like, Banksy ended up um, may, uh, painting some portrait. Uh, no, not a portrait. He just painted some picture of, like, some little girl with a balloon. Mm. And I believe in Paris, ended up getting auctioned off for $1.4 million. How much of that did he get? Hmm? How much of that did he get? None. He never – he doesn't sell his paint. He doesn't sell his paintings at all. And he, and he hates – his art getting auctioned. I don't know how he gets money. Somebody has to be getting the money. See that? Uh, but let, me, <sighs> let me finish the story, though. Uh, this shit is crazy, all right? So 
um, the moment the the basically the seller ended up hitting the gavel saying sold 1.4 million dollars, mm-hmm. he had his own frame in it, and he shredded the painting. Oh, in front of everybody. That's wild. And you see a video of it. He's like, sold $1.4 million. Then you just look to the left. (laughs) Just shredded, yo. Wow. Yeah, because he made a shredder in the frame. (sighs) That's kind of crazy. That is hilarious. So they don't really, like, monetize their art then. No. Like Like, how music is monetized. uh, No, not at all. Like, Jean-Michel Basquiat, you know who that is? Basquiat? Yeah. I've heard that name. Um, Jean-Michel Basquiat his paintings are getting sold for hundreds of millions of dollars now. Who the fuck's buying that? People that want to buy your shit. Literally, so much money hundreds of millions of dollars now. His yeah. family isn't seeing one cent of it because he obviously passed away. Yeah. His family isn't seeing any of that. Yeah, that's just some bullshit, honestly. Yeah. They got to find a way to... You know, copyright it and make it. Bro, music artists ain't the only people getting fucked out here, man. Well, yeah, well, that's on a whole different level, though. Yeah, That's like you're not getting shit. You're not getting shit, (laughs) yeah. Because you can can be independent artists. You can still monetize your shit, you know, and then. But there's still other ways to get money from it. That is one of the beauties of streaming, but, like, these streaming services be butt-fucking you, bro, when it comes to money. You only get yeah, so you a million get streams, much. you get, like, four grand. That's like, that's Spotify, though. Apple Music's title's actually the most, like, 12000 Word? Yeah. A million streams on title's, like, $12,000. Really? Something like that. 12, 12 50, something like that. So now I understand the whole title thing. When Title first came out, all these music artists started signing it, and it was all televised. Like they were signing like the Declaration of Independence or some shit. Yeah, because basically they're gonna pay you out way more. <laughs> I was mad, confused. I was like, why the hell is that? You know how uh, you know how Kanye did uh, the Life of Pablo exclusively on yeah. Title. He probably made a lot of money. Off I subscribed that. to Title because of that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know how many people probably switched over there, yeah. and plus they're paying out way more. Yeah. You know, because he didn't, he didn't need, I mean, he ended up going to everything else. That's what's kind of. Oh, the law that was created for him? No, you know how he like, oh, it's going to be a title exclusive for like a few weeks and all of a sudden he drops it everywhere else. So. There was a law created for that. To, uh, you, can't not, you can't exclusively that. stream on one service now. Wow. Yeah, you have to end up streaming it on every other service. That's why I'm real confused on why my shit isn't on Tidal or on Apple Music. It's only on Spotify. Like, I love Spotify, I guess, but still. I don't know. What what distributor do you use? I don't really know how it works a podcast. I mean, I use the Anchor, so they end up distributing it themselves. But Apple has to accept it. And I don't know how the hell you end up getting it through Tidal. Well, on DistroKid, like for music, you just sent it to all of them. I don't know if it's the same for music. It's probably, that's what I'm saying, it's probably completely different. Yeah, I feel that, but, yeah, um, I guess we hit our hour, man. Yeah, I think I, that's I went it. by kind of quick. Yeah, one went kind of quick. Yeah. yeah, but thank you so much, Jared, for being our first guest. Yeah. If this ends up popping off, you're probably going to come back again. If you end yeah, up yeah. coming popping off, you I got I got to come You got to have me back again. Yeah, I'll have you back again, bro. We could just fuck around. Oh, I know. Yeah. But, yo, thank you so much, Jay Shaw. Yeah, thanks for having me, you bro. You the realist. This is the Salt City Podcast. 
I'm not changing the name either, so y'all gonna have to live with that. I. Good night. <laughs>